I'm a reasonable guy, but I've just experienced some very unreasonable things. guys welcome to very unreasonable things we're back for another episode and we got a special guest with us today we got uh chris williams with us so hello my name is chris hello everybody to the podcast community hello i'm here you can tell it's his first time because he's leaning into the mic hello you can see it so anyways that's on the other side of the room I've gotten lazy at this point. It's just like if they can hear me, they can hear me. If not, fuck it. Well, that's what t- that's what I told Josh about editing. I'm like, look, this is a a pretty event free editing process nowadays. Like, we record and I publish. Yeah, it's exactly. like you lazy motherfucker. So, anyways, um, as always, I'm joined by Daniel Sanders and I'm Billy Bone. Howdy, how we are going to continue our discussion on universal monster movies. And today we're talking about Frankenstein from 1931. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> um, bone, is, bone is correct. Bone is correct. He's very, he's very correct. So I guess let's get the, the mundane information out of the way. So it was directed by James. Well, uh, starred Colin Clive, May Clark and, Boris Karloff had a budget of $262,000 brought in a box office of 12 million. So pretty good haul. Yeah, seriously. Uh, Apparently it was a hit. So I did, I was reading a little bit about the movie before. uh, Well, actually while we was rewatching it, while I was rewatching it. And apparently there was, I'd heard the story that Bela Lugosi had turned down the role. Um, did y'all ever hear that story? See, I don't know who any of these names are. Bella Lugosi. We like the most of the people. Like, uh, hold on, who'd you say? Boris Karloff? Yeah. Just because the name Boris sounds familiar is the only reason that I'm thinking that maybe that name. And you might be thinking of Rocky and Bullwinkle. You might be thinking of like Boris I and mean, Natasha. I mean, that probably is. <laughs> that's probably very true. That's the only Boris I know of. So, well, anyways, there was. There was the rumor that um, Bill Lugosi had turned down the role because it um, hit his face too much or he'd be under makeup. Um, I don't know how true that is because when when I was reading, there was another director attached to the project originally. And what I was reading was that Bill Lugosi had wanted to play Henry Frankenstein in the movie. And then I guess when he was offered the role of the monster – the way the monster was originally written, it was just a mindless killing machine. Yeah. And then they changed directors and then uh, they brought in Boris Karloff, the Frankenstein that everybody knows and loves. Yeah. The classic. Yeah. We do this every time we, uh, we podcast and every time we talk about movies. So what's the first time you've seen this movie, Daniel? Well, I said it just a minute ago. I don't know if we were actually recording it or not, but yeah, this is the first time I've ever watched this movie. 
you've seen the clips from it from different shit, but um, but and you know it's a famous famous thing everyone knows Frankenstein, but I've never actually seen the movie until this, which I was really excited about, and I've been verbal about being excited for checking it out because it is such a classic and it's still way up there on top horror movies of all time. Yeah. So I was very curious to check this one out. What about you, Chris? Yeah, this is uh, I actually just watched it for the first time tonight with Mr. Billy Bone over here. And uh, I'm quite satisfied with what I watched. It was actually quite good. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's the first time I'd seen it too, watching it for this episode. I actually had bought... You remember those bundles of DVDs that Walmart would sell back in the day where you could get oh, like yeah. 12 movies like, in them or whatever? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like a double-sided discs and compressed as hell. Yeah, I had yeah. the I had the Universal Monster Collection. Yeah. And never watched Frankenstein when I had it. I thought you were going to say you never watched a fucking one of them. You just well, bought it and put it you in know, the, put that, the collection. You know, that may be true also. Yeah. I can't say for certain. I'm trying to remember, but yeah. So this was a blind spot for me too. We did, uh, me and Josh had talked a little bit about Frank and that episode's out. So it's not like I'm spilling the beans on anything, but me and Josh had talked a little bit about it when we did our AV club top 40 horror villains of all time. Yeah. And, um, it's ranking, which I wouldn't say was lower than warranted that list. I don't know if you listened to the episode or not, Daniel, but that list was all jacked up. No, I haven't listened to that one yet. Ah, well. Yeah, it had um it had some questionable honorable mentions and then some of the people that made it into the top 40 over these honorable mentions were pretty questionable. But for you, what's the t- what's your top horror villain of all time? Me? Yeah. Top horror villain of all time. Mhm. Hmm. You be thinking about it too, Chris, because I'm asking you also. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Where to mine and mine? See, it's funny because for me, I think that I would go to. We've had this discussion several times too. You know, where whenever you go to a top horror villain, you go to for us because we grew up in the '80s and '90s. Yeah. You know, like you go, you go to, to what one you know. of the big ones. Yeah. You know, so my mind automatically goes to one of the ones we're covering on our big project. You know. Yeah. And man, I just. Michael Myers. I love him so much. Okay. And that's that's a good answer, Chris. Well, I like him. I'm so sorry, Chris. Okay. But I like him nah, fuck Chris. pre all this new Halloween bullshit. Like, I liked him whenever he was just pure evil incarnate, and that was it. That's why he was not stoppable. That was unstoppable. All of this Wait, other shit. You didn't like him but, as an old man in the sewer? Uh, yeah. Like, you know, slowly <laughs> brainwashing the youth to fucking take <laughs> his goddamn place. Oh man, I don't like it at all. It's very upsetting. Chris, but who we'll is your get to that one? in five years. <laughs> there you go. Five so, years. as a you know younger generation, no, a little bit younger overall. Uh, anyways, I was born in 1998, so growing up, Jesus I didn't watch this. Christ, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just, just a little bit. No, well, I'm I'm always the same one. When I hear people born in like 2000, I'm like, damn. I'm like, damn. I'm getting old too. Uh, I mean, I didn't watch a lot of horror movies growing up, but one that I always go back to that I like a lot, like a lot, a lot, is uh, has to be Jason Voorhees, Friday the 13th. I love it. I love him. I think, honestly, he's the best out of all of them, only because 
he always comes back in some way. And he just doesn't care. He doesn't give a fuck, man. He's like, you're going to die somehow in this movie, and you're not going to stop me. He's great. Yeah, I love He's great. Jason too. Yeah. Mine was, and I think me and Josh had the same one, if I'm not mistaken, but mine was Freddy Krueger. I just thought as a a movie villain, even despite some of those later entries where he was just real jokey-jokey, mm-hmm. like he brought a lot to the table, and he had a personality and whereas a lot of these villains, because Michael Myers didn't speak, Jason didn't speak, Leatherface didn't speak, uh, you know, there was only a couple of them that spoke, like Pinhead and Freddy and the tall man, who was an honorable yeah, mention. Ones. Who the fuck is the tall man? From Phantasm. <laughs> oh I, I've never God. seen that movie. I, I need to watch that movie. I've never, I've heard good things about that movie. I I've swear to God, it. I don't think I've ever seen that movie either, ever. I haven't. I haven't. We, we got to watch there's that. There's a ball with spikes and there's an old guy. Yeah, I, I owned the first Phantasm on Blu-ray. I've never seen it, though. I got the Phantasm collection that came out that has the little ball. No yeah. way. Yep. It's it's a. I can't show y'all. But it's on one of my um, bookcases. I need to buy another bookcase. I um, I'm still looking. Chris got me this, uh, Leatherface statue for Chris as like as an early mm. Christmas present, and I literally have nowhere to put it right now, just because like all my uh, bookcases or DVD shelves are full. So I need to buy another one so I can have a place to put this and a few other items. Yeah. You you, you gonna show it off or you know? Um yeah, I I guess I can go grab it real quick. Yeah, it's easily grabbable. I don't think it's too bad. Well, if people didn't know, I have a little fun fact about uh Frankenstein. Apparently it took four hours each day to apply Frankenstein's uh the monster's uh makeup. So here oh, it is. there it is. There it is. Oh yeah. Yeah, that'd be a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. By NBA Jam. For there now. you go. Mm-hmm. He might be cool heating though. up later. It was. It was. Oh, my brother picked this up at a yard sale. Ah, uh, yes. Got a glare on it. I know. I know. It was a double VHS. No, it's a puzzle. Oh, that's a puzzle. That's yeah. a puzzle. Okay. <laughs> he saw the five hundred. It's like fi- finally a puzzle. <laughs> Couldn't tell before. No, oh, man. Yeah, uh, uh, I wasn't sure if it was like a, you know, the thick double VHS boxes. Yeah. What, what's that? a VHS? Anyway, uh, exactly, right? <laughs> yeah, dude, uh, I have a Jaws one. Kathleen got it for me for fucking Christmas like a couple of years ago. And I, I was planning and intending on, you know, um, putting it together and framing it, putting it like up in the movie room somewhere. But I'm also a lazy piece of shit. So that gets in the way with a lot of my plans. Yeah. Well, I know the feeling. Yeah. I, I finally broke down and this is going to sound so horrible, but I finally broke down and cleaned my apartment the other day. Hey. Man, it's uh, I, day. I, I, can't blame me. The other I'm day, the we're way. sitting there waiting on uh, something and just kind of hanging out. And I'm like, what do you want to watch? Just something for the background, you know, and Courtney was like, fuck it, just put it on Seinfeld. And that was a mistake. Because now I've just been like in a Seinfeld a thon for the past week. I oh, no. I'm not going yeah. back to some Seinfeld. It's so good. I, I don't think I've ever watched Seinfeld before. It's pretty good. You yeah, missed it out. I've seen some clips on YouTube. I never watched it in full. It's a good show. 
Yeah. Very good show. Did you hear what Chris said about the uh, four hours of makeup every day for Frankenstein? Yeah. That's pretty mm-hmm. fucking, God, that's got to get old. Yeah. And his uh, apparently his uh, costume weighed 48 pounds. And they shot this in the summer, apparently, too, which is really yeah. bad. 48 pounds. Too. Yeah. That's why that's, that's why I threw that little girl into the pond. <laughs> yeah. Pissed right? off. Yeah, he's like, dude, screw this, bro. Fuck this costume. (laughs) Oh, fun fact about that, too. Apparently, so I I, I knew that scene looked familiar because I saw a clip about it before. So they threw the girl in the water, and apparently the shot was, like, incorrect or something like that. It wasn't done well. So they had to throw her in the water again. And so the director went up to her and was like, hey, can we throw you in the water? And she's like, yeah, that's fine, but I want something in return. He's like, what do you want? She's like, I want some, some beets. Or something like that. Some some vegetable. Like a one pound of vegetables. And so they did it and he ended up sending her like two pounds of vegetables or something like that. Like, I mean, why? We're getting some more money or something. Why do you want beets? I was like, who the fuck asked for beets? Like, oh, Daniel. Chris may not remember this one, but you should. That episode of The Simpsons where uh, Lisa comes in and she's like, we got beets. And she's, she holds up a bushel. No. Yeah, you can go to hell. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Denied. Oh my See, god. For a while I thought that I was like had watched all this Simpsons. But you guys have so many quotes and throwbacks to it that I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. Apparently there was like a two month period of my life when I was younger that I watched it. And I watched like fucking eight episodes and thought that I'd watched every episode there were there were in this what thirty eight fucking years of Simpsons. Yeah, it was a lot. Like thirty five years. There's so much Simpsons out there. There's, There's a lot so, I, mean, I haven't seen also because I haven't watched any of the uh, seasons past like 23. I wonder, what do you think is a better uh, show, the, uh, Family Guy or Simpsons? Simpsons. The Simpsons. Simpsons, okay. For sure. Which I yeah, like, I, I, like the fa- I like Family Guy whenever it came out the first few years, but mm-hmm. it, it gets, it's so repetitive. It's, ex- yeah. it's ex- extremely repetitive. So like after a while, it's like, okay, you know, you know exactly how this episode is going to go, you know? Yeah, and like took yeah. away the the uh, surprise, but the first couple seasons are still pretty good. I think like when you look at the the peak run of The Simpsons and you compare it to the peak run of Family Guy, that The Simpsons is better. Like the the like I said, the peak. Mm-hmm. I was to say nothing about the valleys because they both got some you know crappy valleys, but I think overall, like those first what like eight seasons of The Simpsons. Eight or ten seasons were just mm. pretty good stuff, but also yeah. they uh, have a lot of character development with their you know town. There's a lot of people. They do. I know they do it a lot on Family Guy too, but you don't give a shit. It's just yeah. like why is this character funny? That's what only thing you're kind of looking at for Family Guy. Whereas Simpsons, you know, you care about a poo. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you wouldn't yeah. want crazy shit happen to him, but you watch the you know convenience store clerk get blown up on family guy you just who gives a shit yeah and on the simpsons too on the simpsons too like each uh character has his own voice actor too like you know seth mcfarland's really good and stuff like that he voices like i don't know like sixteen thousand characters well, on one show they do it that is crazy simpsons. as hell for him to like rattle off a scene yeah when he's doing all the voices that i mean it's impressive it's impressive it is yeah, but I, like most of those shows are like that because Dan Castellaneta does a lot of voices. Hank Azaria does a lot of voices. If you look at like Futurama, yeah. Billy West and Joe Dima- or John DiMaggio do a lot of voices. Um, there's there's DiMaggio. He's a baseball player. 
I said John DiMaggio. I caught myself. <laughs> Des Bender. So what about this opening scene in Frankenstein? Let's talk about Frankenstein a little bit before we mm-hmm. just go too far off track. We opened up the movie with uh, somebody being buried. And it seems like that'd be hot, sweaty work, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've never dug a grave. I've never. I'm sure it's grueling. Yeah. And in my mind, I'm thinking like after I'm done, I'd want like a glass of water, you know, like a glass of refreshing water. Mm-hmm. Not a fucking pipe and tobacco. Yeah. <laughs> like this dude just hey. done sweat. You know, he's sweating. He's unburied his person. He's like, let me have a nice refreshing smoke. But I, mean, I, I will say that. Out. I will say, Bone, you, you've never been a smoker. And as a smoker, I could see that, though. Because <laughs> after you get done with some bullshit, if you're a smoker, your first thing you want before you even get a glass of water is that fucking cigarette. Calm your nerves. Yeah, it gives you some relief, what you just did. Exactly. So, you got uh, you got the guy digging a grave, and he takes a, a pipe break, and he leaves, right? Yeah. And apparently... Henry Frankenstein, which it's it's changed from the source material because in the book it's Victor Frankenstein. Yeah. And for those of y'all that don't know, uh, the movie's based on Mary Shelley's Frankenstein or the modern day Prometheus because it had a fucking subtitle. Um, but Frankenstein and Fritz are just fucking hanging out, like watching My this God, whole thing. Damn, this dude's taking forever to fucking dig, to, like bury this body. We thought he was going to be done by seven. It's fucking nine o'clock out here. Yeah. And then they didn't just steal the body, man. They stole the whole fucking coffin. They did. They did. So I'm not touching that nasty shit. And dude, Frankenstein, like, I know he's he's not supposed to be the villain in the movie or it's questionable or whatever. Yeah. But he's treating Fritz like shit. Like oh this, yeah. This man very obviously has some kind of physical you know limitations. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he's like get your ass in there and dig this hole. Climb up this fucking rope. Do this. Do yeah. That. Yeah, we were watching the movie and, th- and yeah, we're watching the movie and this man who can climb stuff just fine and his friend maybe can tell him to climb that thing and cut that man down. Man had to climb a freaking 4 foot tall pole. And I'm sitting there like what are you doing? You can do it. Lazy? It's like, what the heck are you doing to him, man? Oh, it's so messed up. I think that he is just super lazy. Yeah. I think that he he also pays that guy with beats as well. Yeah, probably so. He seems like he's some hot to-do guy. Yeah. uh, Seems like he was already rich before he became a a doctor or whatever the fuck he is. Once you meet Frankenstein's father, Baron Mm -hmm. Frankenstein, you can tell he fucking (laughs) comes from money. Oh yeah, because oh, yeah. Chris Chris pointed out while we were watching the movie, he's like, "This dude laughs like he's rich." Yeah, <laughs> he's like, <laughs> <laughs> "Yeah, get my coat. We're going to see my son." <laughs> oh my god, you're so funny, dude. So they're looking for brains. They mm-hmm. they oh, cut yeah. the body down from good one too. Yeah, they cut the body down from the uh, the gallow, and Frankenstein's like. Ah, oh, shit. His neck's broke. It means the brain's bad, I guess. I don't know like what the neck being broken has to do with the brain being bad when the brain that you fucking stole was in a jar. 
Yeah, no, I mean, unless it just snaps your brain stem. Maybe that's what we're supposed to believe. That's what I'm and thinking. Like, it, it had the ruined? blood flow. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, I guess, but... So, you got fucking Fritz, and not... I don't know why I thought his name was Igor. I think that everybody in history <laughs> thinks his name is Igor, because I was well, like, where the fuck is Igor? Yeah. Who the fuck is Fritz? <laughs> yeah. I, I I was uh, shocked on that one, too. I was like, wait a minute. I've been wrong all this time. I'm a fucking moron. Like, <laughs> goes Chris pounding on those keys. It's what are you talking about, bro? Let's yeah, see. He's got them gamer keys. Bro, yeah, I'm, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was trying to look up. Was he? Was Igor just like in the books? And it's not in movies? I mean, maybe it might be another thing that they changed from Victor to Henry. Oh, oh, well, Igor so Igor, fucking... Igor does exist. He's on Young Frankenstein with uh, oh, uh, Gene Wilder, Gene Wilder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mel yeah. Brooks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Parody. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what it is. That's good, Igor. Good, yeah. Good job, Mel Brooks. <laughs> yeah. say everybody You're remembers just the parody. Affected us. Yeah. Thinking that Igor yeah. was the guy's fucking name. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, talking about Victor, or your, Bill, you mentioned about in the book, apparently in the movie, so Henry is Dr. Frankenstein, but his best friend's name is Victor. Yeah. So they swapped it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so the... They're looking for a brain. Yeah, they're looking for a brain, and you got fucking Fritz, like, hanging out by this window at the college. And lucky for them, today's brain day. <laughs> right? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and the professor's like, yeah, I'm going to leave these brains out on the table so you can come <laughs> and get a good look at them. And nobody stopped to look at those fucking brains. When they when that class is done, everybody got the fuck out. They don't give a fuck about them brains. <laughs> no. And here comes Fritz, man, fucking rambling his way into the building, grabs the jar with the good brain, promptly fucking drops it. Yeah, fucks it up. And then, then takes the abnormal brain. And then Chris Point is out when he was watching it. Like, Victor, or not Victor, but uh, Henry Frankenstein didn't read this fucking jar. Yeah. Like, I don't know how you don't read that, man. It's like, I, hey, I, the literally side of the thing says abnormal brain. How do you not read that? I feel exactly. like I feel like Fritz probably tore the tag off the jar, or, or at least the first part of that tag. Yeah, so just said normal. <laughs> they should have shown that. That would be great. It would make us hate his character even more. Yeah, so we got the uh, we got the bad brain now. Uh, we got Frankenstein being secretive. He's trying to keep everybody away from his business. Oh uh, yeah, you know, he but the dad wanna... knows, doesn't he? Isn't it the dad that's uh, talking about like, oh yes, his experiments have grown from uh, wanting to to stop life to back to starting life again. His dad I mean, thinks with he's human bodies or some shit. And he's his just dad thinks his whole he's... plan. Well, his dad thinks he's off screwing around with other women. Mm-hmm. Remember, because yeah. there's what the, the same because like, like his fiance tries to tell him like, no, he's working on an experiment. He's like, no, no, this is other women. I tell you, it's other women. I'm yeah, it was a, it was. You're thinking of the doctor, Daniel. I think the doctor yeah. was the one. Yeah, that said, you're creating a life, whatever. No, the no. doctor, the dad didn't care about any of that. He don't care about screwing around with other women. His dad thought he was out there whoring. Yeah, he's like, leave him alone. He'll come back. <laughs> It's on a court. That's right. And I like, uh, they found this fully functional fucking 
like tower to do their work in. Like, <laughs> yeah. How fortuitous. Yeah, I know, right? With an open Built fucking roof. Fucking Nikola Tesla and shit. Yeah. So you get a we we get the family. They come out, the dad, you know, or not was the dad the dad doesn't come at first, right? It was ooh, excuse me. I don't even remember her name now. Anyways, his fiance hey, Elizabeth. Oh, it was Elizabeth, Victor, and then mm-hmm. the doctor. They came out to visit yeah, first. They did. Well, they came out to visit and they get slowly denied and stuck in a rainstorm for like, you know, ten minutes. Almost a tornado. Yeah. yeah. Then then uh, he finally let him in and he uh <laughs> dude to be once again, you know, and I don't know if he's supposed to be the hero or not. Because Frankenstein's kind of a dick. I said, sit down. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Dude. He's a co- yeah. He's a little cocky asshole, is what he is. Yeah, it's like a, a you know very you know privileged, abusive to his help, <laughs> abusive to his fucking company. Mm-hmm. Just, just not fucking... abusive to Elizabeth yet. No, no. no he but it's well, he said like somewhere. yeah. He said like sit down to uh, to um. Uh, to Victor, and then he's talked to Elizabeth Teller, sit down too. He's like, please sit down, you know. So he's like, kind of nice to her still. For now. Yeah, for now. He'll start beating the hell out of her before too <laughs> too long. <laughs> Probably so. <laughs> this movie, like Dracula, didn't have any music. It, but, and it's really off-putting when there's no music or there's no score. We're very spoiled by that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was going to say, this one didn't bother me as much as Dracula. Yeah, I think like I think that Frankenstein was a better made movie than Dracula. No, I'm not talking about like my ratings or anything like that, but yeah. just like being made. Like I, I've I didn't feel the absence of music as much as I did when I was watching Dracula. Yeah, like I really felt it there. But yeah, it is it is off putting not to have it. And I'm looking at my notes here, and I have a note that says, even though we just talked about this, I thought his name was Igor. <laughs> so, like I said, I think we all did. Frankenstein, Frankenstein gives away his whole plan, almost like a, a villain monologuing. Yeah. And he essentially sits there in the midst of grave robbing to all these people. Mm-hmm. Well, fuck, he's done, did it now. It's all done at this point. So he's like, hey, here's everything that's happening. And I left this fucking crazed monster in the tower. So let's get married now. <laughs> and I, you know, I had always thought that with this movie, when the creature was brought to life, it was just him and what, what I thought was fucking Igor, but it was just Fritz and Frankenstein. I didn't realize he had a fucking audience. Yeah. Like they're there when this happens and they raise him up and then he comes back down and his hand moves and then you get the, it's alive. It's alive. Yeah. I it's know what it great. feels like to be God. Yeah. Yeah. It's so great. That's like the best scene. It, it, it's it, one of those iconic to today. Mm-hmm. I think it's because I love weird science so much. With Kelly LeBrock. Yeah. 
Chris, have you seen Weird Science? I I've been wanting to see it. I've never seen it though. Whenever been, they create the chick, they show that scene or that little been, clip. You know, it's been a long time since I've seen it. Yeah, it's still good. It tracks. I know it doesn't track. My bad. <laughs> uh, stands the test of time. So I get, and I'm sure people have talked about this before and whatever. We're going to talk about it now. I get that Frankenstein was pieced together or not Frankenstein, but the creature was pieced together from various body parts. Cause he, you know, Frankenstein tells that he's like, this body's never had life. I built this body. You know, I put all the pieces together. Yeah. Okay, cool. Not a problem. But where did you find somebody with a fucking flat head? <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. Right. Like, I guess he just like had, to, he built the top of the skull piece by piece. But what's wild to me is like, it's like, yeah, that's cool that the body parts are going to move around. But when you reactivate that brain, the brain is who the fuck it was whenever it died. That's the only yep. part of that that just always kind of irked me. You know, the brain is the brain. Still a criminal brain. Yeah. That's true. Unless you were to build the brain, you know, through different pieces and put them together and wire them back up or however the fuck that works. He wasn't a stone tower though, so I'll let him slide. Yeah. So we have we have Frankenstein being an asshole to Fritz, treating yeah. him like shit at every turn. So what does Fritz do when given the opportunity? He turns into a fucking asshole towards the creature. Yeah. And instead of being sympathetic, being like, Man, I know what it's like to be kicked around. He's like, nope, let me get this torch and shove this in your fucking face. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you don't like that? Here, look at it closer. Yeah, let me <laughs> wave it around. <laughs> yeah. And then Frankenstein tells him to fucking stop and leaves, and he just keeps on. He's just like, yeah, I know he said stop, but I'm not gonna. Yeah. The, the, the waving, the, the, the making this thing freak out is way funner. Yeah. This giant fucking humanoid that's like seven feet tall. Yeah, until he gets his fucking hands on him. Yeah, and he ends up regretting it real fast. Yeah, he's like, oh, wait, why did we make him so big and strong? <laughs> oh, and not only they had that fucking whip. I forgot about that. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Dude, that's, that, was, that was pretty brutal. I, I felt really bad. Yeah, I felt really bad for the monster in this movie. I, 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 he's, he is sort of evil, but not fully. Like, he, he's really misunderstood more than anything. He doesn't know what's going on, really. You know, yeah. I felt real bad for him. You know, because everything that happens is is not really his fault technically. Well, I don't know about that because he does try to kill that little girl. Well, he doesn't just kill Fritz. No, it, he doesn't know about the little girl. Like the little girl scene, that was yeah. like he thought she could float too. Yeah, but look at Fritz. Yeah. Like Fritz, he fucking hung. Well, he deserved it though. He deserved yeah, it. But it's still, you're saying it wasn't his fault. That wasn't an accidental killing. That was thought out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but he deserved it though. I mean, he was abusing the guy, you know. Oh no, I didn't say he didn't. Yeah. Did you see mm-hmm. the little hat that Frankenstein's father was wearing when you first when you're first introduced to him? It's like that little round hat with a tassel on it. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think Daniel should wear a hat like that. Nah. <laughs> I, I don't I don't it's weird, man. I don't understand how those hats, you know, came popular. They're very odd. Well, it might be just for Barons. I mean, maybe so. I've never been a Baron, so I don't know. So, <laughs> the movie is only, and normally I call out the time. I don't know why I didn't call it the runtime beforehand. Yeah, but the movie's like what a 
hour and 10 minutes. Hour and yeah. Minutes. It's like 70 minutes long. So yeah. everything's <laughs> happening pretty quickly in this movie. Yeah. So you, moving along you go from, you go from it's alive to let's kill it like that. Oh yeah. Immediately. Yeah. Like I've done it. It's done. Now I'm ready to get married. Let's do that. And <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Hold on. Okay. I guess I got to take care of this real quick. Let's kill it. And only I can kill it. Mm-hmm. So the the, uh, the father and Elizabeth come to visit Frankenstein at his tower or whatever, and they finally take him home, and they leave um, the doctor to to destroy the creature. Yeah, which doesn't go the way they had hoped. The creature ends up killing the doctor. Ends up uh, strangling them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, I think goes back to, like, you know, th- I know the the idea is the creature's misunderstood, but he's not just, like I said, accidentally killing people, man. He's strangling people and he's hanging them. Yeah. The, the only one, the only death that I think could be um, – Classified as an accident is a little girl. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's self-defense in every way imaginable, though, you know. They try to murder him after they brought him back to life, which he didn't ask for. I'm in full defense uh, of the monster here. I'm going to call him Bob, okay? That's my name for him. Bob was doing his own thing, man. And he just was in, in the grave. They brought him back to life when he didn't want. And now he's just trying to fight for his own defense, you know. That's what I think. I, th- I think he's he's the victim in this situation. Through and through. Yeah, I mean, I, I will say that, yeah, you know, a lot of these uh, killings are, you know, e- Igor or fucking Fritz or whatever is coming after him, <laughs> being a dickhead, and he gets rid of him. Yeah, you know, he gets a little yeah. aggressive and whatever. So, yeah, it seems like he could be scared in a lot of these kills, and it could be a self-defense type thing, but he also mm-hmm. is a mindless, strong creature, and he's yeah. a day old. So he's yeah. scared, confused, strong as hell. It's like a puppy running around. I, Not know, saying none of it's his fault, but it's just a, all of it is fucking Henry Frankenstein's fault. Yeah, it's yeah. his fault. He should be getting all of this, uh, the the time. You know, he should be going to jail. He, I, takes, the, he takes the easy way out. I get what y'all are saying, but they didn't put the brain of a child in him. Yeah, they put an abnormal, like, psychopath brain in him, didn't they? So, what did they, yeah. What did it say? Yeah. Abnormal? Or did yeah. it say... Yeah, Abner- abnormal. Abnormal. Okay, I thought it was, like, criminal. Or that might be Young no. Frankenstein, too, right? No, I think well, it, was no, cr- it was a criminal brain. Well, yeah, it's, it said abnormal on the side, but then the doctor said when they were talking, when Henry didn't know yet, he thought Fritz had grabbed the correct sane brain. He told... The, um, the doctor told him that it was actually a criminal brain. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was a criminal brain. Mm-hmm. It was. So, like, I get the point of view that, you know, it's a scared, mindless creature, mm-hmm. except that it's not. It's a creature with a fully developed brain from a criminal who has had a concept of right and wrong. And I, and I know I'm probably digging too deep into it, you know, for a movie that's 70 minutes long. <laughs> well, no, and that's, no, that's what I was saying. That's what I was saying a second ago, where it's like it's bullshit because he would become whoever the fuck he was. Yeah. 
but that's not how they wrote it in the movie. That's what I was saying a second ago. Once they yeah. added mm-hmm. a couple different shoulder blades to the motherfucker, now it's a whole <laughs> new thing. So now, with it being a whole new thing, it's not an old criminal. It's not whoever yeah. it was, but it is an abnormal brain where it's not going to... Because think about if he'd have, What the fuck would have happened if he'd have fucking got a good brain? Oh, yeah. It'd be crazy to think about. That, if he yeah. got the good brain, if he would have just straight up made a person. And yeah. they were like, yeah. what the fuck, man? You couldn't think of anything better for these fucking bolt neck bolts? Yeah. What's this flat head bullshit up here? I don't think <laughs> yeah. women like this, dude. <laughs> right. Maybe fucking ugly, dude. Maybe you could have done a better job. Good brain on this fucking grotesque body? That's all I'm saying. Come while I strangle you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. You know, every time... And I don't know if Chris will get this, uh, but Daniel, you will. When I th- hear the name Fritz, or I think about the character Fritz, I start thinking about Fitz and the tantrums. Yeah, yeah, it's always that or like Fitzgerald. Yeah, that I don't know if my head. In my head. I, I have no idea. I'm just like uh, I need Fitz to go and listen the to Money. Is a band. I need to go listen to Money uh, Grabber. And then there's a Fitzgerald thing. Some kind of crash. <clears throat> the set for the village looks pretty nice. It does. Although um, there was a, a set problem later on in the movie, and I'll let Chris call that out because he was he was freaking out during the movie while we were watching it. But um, yeah, so Frankenstein's come back to the village. The village apparently celebrates the ground that the Frankenstein's walk on. I'm guessing that uh, Baron Frankenstein's very benevolent with his people and they're going to have this big wedding. Yeah. And apparently like Baron Frankenstein has supplied beer for everybody. Oh yeah. Open bar for sure. Yeah. So while they're having this fucking party, we get the scene with the little girl, which is one of the more memorable scenes from the movie. It's one of the scenes like everybody knows about that. And like, it's alive. I think, I think there's yeah. three scenes that everybody knew about. I think it's, it's live. The little girl, and then them burning down the windmill at the end of the yeah. movie. I think those, yeah. you know, with the angry mob. Uh, but he, yeah, he goes. This little girl's um, at her cabin or her house with her dad, and has the most well-behaved cat ever in her arms. <laughs> I don't know if y'all ever tried to hold a cat, but you know they just do whatever the fuck they want, and if they don't want to be held, they ain't having none of it. <laughs> It depends on the color of the cat, too, though. Depends on the color. Yeah, like orange cats are are universally known for being really the most calm cats. But you get, like, a a different color cat, any any cat other than orange, those cats are crazy, man. They are crazy. Yet, in cartoons, it's orange cats that are the fucking party animals and stuff. Heathcliff. Yeah, those are the alley cats you want to hang out with. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I don't know about any cartoon cats, but in real life, it's totally different. It's totally different. I've owned a couple orange cats, and I'm telling you, they're they're a bit super nice. They're so chill. But you are right, Bone. That fucking the cats do, you know, do whatever they want. That little fucking kitten that she was fucking looked like she was killing. Speaking of cartoons, there was a little <laughs> there was a cartoon, and it was like uh, Animaniacs, I think. Um, and it's the one with the little girl with the cat that she's choking the fuck out of. And she's like, oh, I love it. And I want to kiss it and all yeah. that. 
forever and ever, whatever the hell it is. Yeah. Anyway, that's what it reminded me of because it looked like she was like about to kill that little fucking thing. <laughs> but it was just chilling. It was just yeah. hanging out like, man, my agent better got me paid for this shit. <laughs> so no more little girl gigs. She's <laughs> like, yeah, the little girl's like, daddy, won't you stay and play with me? And he's like, no, I got to run into town and get drunk with everybody. There's free beer. Didn't you hear? <laughs> Yeah, that's right. And you so, need to go to bed so Daddy can go to the party, right? So, the, so he leaves, and it's just her. And then Frankenstein, like immediately, or Frankenstein's monster, the creature, immediately shows up, and she's the first person that's been nice to him. Mm-hmm. That hasn't fucking poked him in the face with a burning <laughs> torch. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> he ends up killing her. <laughs> yeah, so they're playing a game, and I. I've never played this game. I don't, it doesn't look like a very fun game to me, but the creature's taken by it. Like they're just throwing fucking flowers into the, she's like, I can make a boat. And she throws Mm -hmm. a whole fucking flower into the water. Like you didn't really make a boat. You just threw a flower (laughs) in the water. Bone is sitting there like, what kind of fucking game is that? GTA 5 is so much better than throwing a flower in lake. What the fuck is wrong with these people? And then they run out. PlayStation 4. Right. Yeah, man. You don't have electricity. You're f- peasants. They uh, they fucking run out of flowers. So he just <laughs> picks her up and chucks her in the fucking water. Yeah. Well, I got right. a, I got a question. By this age, why can't she swim yet? Like they, her father not teach her how to swim. It's Daniel she, can't, Daniel hey, can't I, swim, and he's very I, sensitive I, about it. I can't swim very well, but I didn't grow up beside a lake in 1931. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. She never got in the, the water. Only thing to do is to swim in the lake that's by your house. Well, that's that what I'm saying. That and play with the cat. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, come on, man. You can't. She's, you cannot not swim. She's probably thrown that cat into the pond. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. She has. I think so too. That's why the cat was being hey. It was just beaten to submission. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like you, you're going to sit there. That's right. That's right. It's like, you're going to behave or I'm going to throw you back into the pond, you little bastard. Oh, my God, dude. Sometimes that's how you got to be with them. That's right. So, ultimatum. so the little girl gets chucked into the lake or the pond, whatever you want to call it. I don't, I don't like know how big it has to be to be considered a lake as opposed to a pond. <laughs> and that's a question for another day, I guess. Anyways, he chucks her in the water. And then we cut back to the village, which is celebrating this wedding. The wedding hasn't even happened yet. I guess they've all been waiting for six months for him to build this fucking zombie body. <laughs> Apparently. Like they were waiting for that moment. Like he was in his goddamn wedding tux when he was building fucking Frankenstein and shit. You mm-hmm. know, because it seems like that's just like, it's done. All right, let's get this bullshit out of the way. Yeah. And they immediately jump into this huge celebration of the wedding. She's... Um well, Elizabeth is scared. She wants to speak to uh, Victor, or not Victor, but Frankenstein Henry. first, to Henry first, you know, before the wedding and everything. And they hear a noise and they go off searching for the monster, the creature. Mm-hmm. And the creature comes into Elizabeth's bedroom. And you think, yep. like, she's about to get it. But they come back in time to save her. But then we get what. To me, it was a really good scene 
you got the you got the whole fucking village partying and everything, and then you got this guy walking in with his daughter's body. Yeah, that yeah. Oh that yeah, was, that was that. that, was that yeah. Very moving. Like, that that, that like, was like sad. That was really sad. And then like how that each person just reacted in their own way. The you know the, the dancers stopped dancing, people stopped singing. You know, like each individual section just stopped in, in motion. You know, it was pretty. It was really yeah. sad. And the father's face was very distraught too. It was like that was heartbreaking. And the little girl looked dead. Oh like, yeah, that like a yeah. dead body that guy was carrying, and he was carrying. Yeah, him. yeah. This is thirty-one. So yeah, yeah. Like, hey, don't move. Yeah. Wow. yeah. So that was good. Don't don't move. Or you don't get your beats. And, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's funny because it was surprising too, because like they don't kill kids in a lot of movies. They don't really fuck with no. Kids. So not anymore. Like, oh shit! For real. Like even just seeing the the dead body as he walked through the the village was, uh, like I said, was really effective. It was. It was. Mm-hmm. And the crowd goes from being jovial and celebrating and getting drunk to getting drunk and forming into a mob. Yeah. Like, the better not, of the two choices when you're drunk with the crowd. Yeah. We're not gonna yeah. stop. We're not gonna stop getting drunk. That's yeah. important. We need, not we're angry. <laughs> yeah, we need this liquid courage yeah. when we go chase down this seven foot humanoid. Yeah. yeah, that's you know already hung one dude up, strangled <laughs> another, threw a fucking girl into the lake. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, now we're and they just they got these dogs. To chase oh yeah, down. <laughs> these dogs don't do jack shit. <laughs> they really don't. And um, I, I will say though, the mayor of that of the town. Um, um, they, he was he had a good motivational speech though. He got them riled up to go get that thing, man. It was great, man. They were all like thirty beers in. It didn't take much. Yeah, I mean, no true. one ruins weddings around this town. Yeah, that's right. It only happens once every ten that. years. That's what they yeah. were mad about. They weren't mad that the little girl died. They were mad that their <laughs> drinking got interrupted. Yeah, they were man. For six months for the shit to happen. Right? Yeah, dude. You don't. You don't know. Oh, oh my God! I just remembered. I, I didn't put this in my notes, but it was a little scene I caught when uh, we were watching it, preparing for tonight. Chris, did you catch the fucking scene where um, he's like, "Hey, this," you know, Baron Frankenstein's like, "Yeah, this is my grandfather's wine. We were saving it, blah blah blah." And he pours mm-hmm. glasses for everybody, and then he's like, looks over to servants, and he's like, "Oh uh, yeah," he's like. This is wasted on them. Just get them some champagne. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then they he pours them each a little glass and they can only sip it for like three seconds. I'm like one sip, right? Get back to work. Get yeah. back to work. <laughs> they don't get to enjoy a full glass too. They get the cheap shit and they get treated like shit, man. Oh my God. That was oh that was great. I did see that. I do I remember that scene. I remember it. Yeah. That was great. So <laughs> Angry Mob, bunch of torches. Mm-hmm. Dogs that can't track worth shit. <laughs> yeah. uh, they go off into the uh, countryside, and we get the backdrop. And I'll let Chris. Oh talk about man, it. the backdrop. Okay, dude, the backdrop would have been okay, and it was okay in some scenes until you get to a scene where there's lines in the backdrop where you can t- clearly tell it's a curtain. And I'm like, this is ruining the experience for me because it's fake as hell. It was wrinkled. Yeah. Funny, I didn't even fucking catch that shit. Yeah, it was wrinkled. I was like, come on. You could have ironed the curtain or something, man. Yeah, we're sitting there watching it. And Chris is like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. 
<laughs> I was like, dude, come on, man. I mean, wait, the Wizard of Oz did it better than this. Come on. So <laughs> they're chasing Frankenstein through the countryside across these fake back, these obviously fake backdrops. Um, uh, Henry, I want to say Victor again. I can't, <laughs> damn you for changing the name. <laughs> Henry goes what off on his this, own. What was the name in uh, fucking uh, Young Frankenstein? Was it Victor? Um, I've never seen Young Frankenstein to be honest. What? No way. Uh, I will find out. Give me a second. Um, so Gene Wilder played in that movie. He played Frederick Frankenstein, and Mel Frederick. Brooks played. No, no, Mel Brooks was in the movie too. He played Victor. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who played uh, Dark Helmet? Rick Moranis. <laughs> I know the answer to that. You don't have to look that up, Chris. Yeah, me too. No, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just looking at the cast of that movie. He's talking about Spaceballs now. Yeah, I was just making... Oh, dude, Spaceballs is great. It I is. love Spaceballs. So good. <laughs> My Schwartz is bigger than yours. That's right, dude. Freaking Vader's helmet's the size of the moon. Great. Uh, yeah, Henry goes off in a different direction for some reason. Yeah. Like, he breaks away from the crowd. Yeah. Him yeah. and uh, oh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say it's crazy. It's the same thing I was gonna say is that he's like, I'll, I'm the one that has to take him down, mm-hmm. and it's like, dude, just they're about to burn this whole fucking place down. You can just let it go. Why the fuck are you even going up there? You're gonna try to convince him to change his ways? Well, it's just it's just that control, it's that power. Shit, well, he gets man. he, he gets drug into the uh, windmill, take it away from him. Well. About that scene though, he so he tells people to follow him because he thinks he wants to, he went that way and not the way they were going originally. So he didn't know he was up there until he's hiding behind that rock and he got surprised by him. And then he oh. couldn't fight him because he was like six thousand feet tall, obviously. So That's and yeah. Mm-hmm. And then then you hear him, they're like, wait a minute, what's that noise? Yeah. It's Henry. Release the yeah. dogs. Which oh, I don't know how they knew it was right. him. How did they know about the one screen that was him? Because it could have been anybody, though. Like, I don't understand that either. I mean, I guess they were all together, I suppose, but still. I don't know. I don't know. I guess you just always got to assume it's the Baron or his son. Yeah. It's like, oh, shit. The beer providers are in trouble. That's right. Do they have had yeah. anything happen in this town for six millennia? And they're like, oh, shit, something's actually happening. Damn. Yeah. So we have we have the fight between the creature and um, Henry, and the mm-hmm. creature obviously wins because yeah, the only person that Henry was beaten up successfully was Fritz, and Fritz is dead. Yeah, yeah, Fritz has gone away. It was an dodo. easy target. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so he takes Henry into the windmill, and he's dragging him up these fucking stairs, and you got the fucking mob around him. You know, with their fucking fork, pitchforks and torches and everything. And they they start fighting some more. And the creature just grabs Frankenstein and chucks him. Yep. And and Franken or Victor, not Victor, goddamn it, Henry gets so lucky and he hits the blade of the windmill. Yep. Yeah. Otherwise, yep. he was done for. He was. Yeah, he was he was gonna be a spy. He made a pancake. 
I will say though, um, the creature also got lucky before even that scene, right before that scene where he walked into the windmill tower initially, the door closed and the board hit the lock on the door. And so they couldn't get in there with them to kill him. Like he had so lucky about that too. I mean, I suppose a little bit unlucky, but you know, yeah, he got yeah, lucky with that. Yeah. I forgot about that. Did you catch that scene, Daniel? Yeah. It's funny. Cause like I said, I watched this like a month and a half ago. So a little mm-hmm. bit of it is still a little blurry. Like I had the whole end yeah. fucked up a second ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about Frankenstein, the remake, the one with Daniel Radcliffe in it. Ugh. What was that called? Wasn't this Frankenstein? It was like Frankenstein or something. I can't remember. I don't know. I was just making a joke. Let me, uh, let me find out for you. It's also got James McAvoy in it. I forgot. It's fucked up. It does. Yeah, yeah. Victor Frankenstein or something? I think it's called Victor Frankenstein. It is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that movie because what I kept thinking about was the uh, remake with Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro? Yeah. that's He's acting like a remake, like new remake. This fucking shit was in like fucking what, 91? Oh, it, was after, it wasn't even born yet. It, it was, we were not born for this. It was after Dracula had came out, after they did the remake of Dracula. Yeah. No, it's probably like uh, 95. It was like 94. 94. Like 94. Kenneth, uh, what's that guy's name? Kenneth Bragan? Bragna? Bragna, yeah. I see it. Something. Yeah. Yeah, he had directed it, and he played like Victor Frankenstein, and Robert Nero played the creature, and it was supposed to be closer to the book. Yeah, it also had um, uh, Helena Bonham Carter from like Harry Potter. Oh, she was yeah. in there too. Bonham Carter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim Burton's Tim wife. Tim Burton's old lady. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I'm surprised that she was in a movie that didn't have Tim Burton involved. Yeah. I know. Nah, I'm kidding. She, hell, she did uh, Fight Club, and she, she did, did the Harry Fight Potter Club's movies. So fucking good. It is. It is. So. Henry gets thrown out of the fucking windmill, hits the blade on his way down, falls to the ground, and you're like, oh, shit, he might be dead. But you can hear the crowd mumbling, like, oh, no, thankfully he's alive. Yeah, and you're like, like, which, which alive. is already bullshit. It's bullshit he's alive. That man should have been dead. Like, like, even from that fall, he hit that windmill so hard. His ribs should be shattered. Like that, I'm, It's the part of the story, I get it. But he should be dead, man. Like, so dead. And, you know, it's a sh- it's a short movie, and we've talked about the entire plot at this point. Mm-hmm. We have. Like, it's, yeah, it definitely is a short one. It's not our oh, I'll, I thought it was going to be. I'll tell you, though, that ending is bullshit. I hated the ending of that movie, dude. <laughs> Wait, I wanted a more cli- climactic ending, but it's just the freaking rich, rich father getting the wine from the grandmother. The, the servants bring in, and they're like, hey, we should give him this wine to make him feel better. And the father walked in the wine to walk back out. Oh, he doesn't deserve this. And the movie just cuts there, and I'm like, what was that ending? Like, That's give me something with... all ended back in the day, dude. It's crazy. <laughs> I'm like, done, what is that done. ending? Yeah, so the yeah. end, and I'm like, what? Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't cut it at the burning windmill. I figured that's when they were about to cut the shit. I figured it would be like the was it on a cliffhanger? Yeah, we don't know if he actually died or not. Yeah, yeah, you it's didn't that know. That little piece was like an after credit scene for Frankenstein, but it was just yeah. the before blackness scene. Yeah, we uh, this is what is this like our uh, sixth or seventh black and white movie? Something like that. We did uh, Tarantula, them, the creature from the Black Lagoon, 
Yeah. Invisible Man. Invisible Man. Frankenstein Dracula. Frankenstein Dracula. Village of the Damned. Village of the Damned. Yeah, so it's Toxic like our Avenger. Toxic Avenger with um, really black and white <laughs> jackass. Talk, talking about the Invisible Man, have you guys ever seen the re- the remake of that movie? Uh, the one where it's the suit? Uh, yeah, the, the newest one yeah. that just came out. It's so good. Yo, have you ever seen it? No, I haven't. I heard it was good. I just haven't. Oh, you got to watch it. It's 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 so, so good. They did it really good justice. What we should do, you know, we should cover that movie at some point, Daniel, just because the original Invisible Man episode is one of our more popular episodes for some reason. Yeah. I'd be know, down for that. I don't know why, but it was. Hey, it's a good, it's it's a good strange, character, man. Right? Do what? I was just saying it is strange. You know, I just like a random episode is, you know, our most streamed or whatever. Yeah. And it's not like, you know, fucking the final chapter or something, you know? Nope. It's just a fucking invisible man, but it's apparently found an audience. Yeah. Yeah. People are like, let me listen to an Invisible Man episode again. <laughs> Daniel's voice is so smooth and sexy. There you go, right. dude. And there's there another guy that's with him, but who cares? Hey, you got me in here now. We're about to get all the views on this episode right here, baby. Oh, I can't wait. It's be great. It's not, as short as this movie was, this still isn't yeah. our shortest podcast episode because I think uh, Village of the Dan was our shortest one, wasn't it? Because we had a hard time. Sure. We had like 45 minutes on that one. And I had to leave. Oh, there was. Yeah, okay. Then I guess that was it. Where we kind of had to, you know, stay strictly business. Mm-hmm. And we were both excited about that one. So we went through it pretty quick. Yeah. That was a, so I guess we can talk a little bit. Chris, this is your first episode here with us. And, you know, this is kind of like a trial run for you. We'll see how you do. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I'm you on pr- pre- probation. You don't quit creaking that chair, you're out. Go ahead and tell you. Bro, it's not my chair, bro. I can't help nothing with that. The chair is the chair, man. I, I can't. I can't you got to be, be still. Daniel's a perfectionist. Oh, is he? Is that right? I, look at him. He's biting his lower lip right now because he's so mad because that chair's creaking. Oh, is he? Is he? Yep. I can't help it. The software is so sensitive. Coach. I mean, I last time I went to Mississippi, you know, I went and saw Daniel. And he slapped me in the face because of a bad edit I made. Oh, is that right? I mean, he deserved it. I mean, it was a bad edit. He's trying to make me out like to be a bad guy, but I mean, come on, it's a bad edit. Yeah. Chris, so yes. have, have you seen Them? Them, what is that? It's about giant ants. I have not. You should watch it. It was good. It really is very, very good. It was very interesting. Have you seen Village of the Damned? I have not. You should watch it. It was good. Yeah, don't get me started on that one. That one was fucking awesome. I think those were our top two. I think we had them. Yeah, those are damned is really good. I'm not saying you should go watch all the black and mo- white movies that, that we've watched, but I am yeah. saying that you should go watch Village of the Damned and them for sure. Oh. A lot of people have trouble going back to the black and whites just because it is such a change and it is so old. And I yeah. get it. I don't blame people for that at all. You know what I mean? But if you can look past that, there's still some, there's some gems out there. But it's funny because I say that, but a, a buddy of mine, whenever we were on the boats, I walked in a couple of times. He's like kicked back watching like silent movies. And I, Oh, I can watch those. I cannot I watch like, those. Are you watching a fucking silent movie right now? 
He was like, yeah, they're fucking great. And this kid's like, not kid, this dude is like 30 years old. So he's he's kind of young to be watching fucking silent movie. I'm not talking about a 70-year-old man here. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm talking about like, you know, cats younger than I am and uh, enjoying it. And I'm sure they're enjoyable, but it's just I can't can't go that far back just yet. No, I, at some point I'm going to sit down and I'm going to watch Nosferatu. Yeah. I mean, I can see myself doing that. And that might be the, the break-in to it because Nosferatu was a silent movie, right? Yeah. I mean, and, yeah. you know, what's – and I guess, the, you know, my thinking is, too, what's the difference between watching a silent movie and watching a movie in a foreign language that you don't under, uh, speak or understand? There's some there's some type of audio like man something I can like hear well, and I, to. well the silent movies I think have a uh, music in them yeah it's oh the like why is the why is it silent there's no talking there's no talking you have it's, to read like the words yeah the scene will happen and yeah it'll be like and then it'll go to black and it'll have a text of like hey stop throwing things at me yeah or whatever the scene is. Wait, didn't uh, Charlie Chapman do a lot of uh, silent movies? Yeah, I think that he was. Yeah. Doing, he did silent film. Yeah, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind watching him. He's pretty good at, at the that kind of thing for sure. Would not mind watching his stuff at all. I'd be on for that. I, I I wish they would. Um, I think it'd be cool if they. I don't know if they ever do it one day to remaster the this movie in uh, color. I don't think they ever do that or not, but that'd be cool. I don't think you should. I because I was actually. You know, talking about black and white, I know you've seen it, Daniel. Uh, the Mist. Yeah. You know, they got the, uh, they released the Steelbook version recently. And I've thought about picking it up because it has the black and white version on it. And I bet that movie looks better in black and white. Yeah. Well, I, see, I, though, what I was going to say was, is whenever you were like, oh, I'm not sure, because some of these black and white films, because they were shot in black and white, they would have to do their makeup and their colors would have to be a little off for it to come through in black and white. So if Mm -hmm. you were to just flip it to colors, some shit would be weird. You know, even if it was like the women's makeup, they might be, you know, way paler or way, you know, way more blush than they normally would to where it would come through in the black and white film. Uh, So I'm sure some of it might look a little fucky. Like Frankenstein might be some, you know, weird looking color that's not all that scary looks kind of goofy type yeah. shit you know so you never know but if they were to go in and make the colors look good whenever they remastered it that'd be different yeah but, yeah you know just flip it to what it was back then you never know but that might be just me talking out of my ass because i mean i would imagine like a movie like such as like wizard of oz came out in black and white originally and then they remastered it in color the recent color so like and that movie was great. I mean, it's so colorful, you know. I, I I imagine they could do probably something similar to Frankenstein, but with Frankenstein being, I guess, more of a horror movie than a kind of an like adventure movie like Wizard of Oz, maybe the black and white is better for its kind of genre. Which the Wizard of Oz, that's how it was made originally. That was a big thing about it is that it started off in black and white, and the the adventure mm-hmm. world was all color. So that was made. To oh, be true. Better. That's true. I think that's that, true. Was that the first color movie? I don't know. I'll find oh, out. We're, we're going to look it up. Chris is going to look it, it up. Might, it, it, it did something for Chris, the first time. It Chris needs to no. use his, You're going to learn how to use your cell phone to look things up. Ah. Uh, instead of paddling okay, well, those well, keys. 
Well, I do actually have this keyboard right here. This is a lot quieter keyboard, so. Oh god. Um the the first uh natural car movie was a visit to the seaside in nineteen oh eight actually. Nineteen oh eight? Well Yeah. What was special about was well it's only an eight minute short movie though. Eight minutes, so um let's full see. Full length feature presentation. Yeah. Uh, see if that might be it. Full length. Okay, here we go. Um nope. It was the World, the Flesh, and the Devil, produced in 1914. That sounds insane. Mm -hmm. It does. So yeah. the devil did bring color into, into entertainment. Apparently. The Christians yeah, were we, right. We, get, we gotta watch that. Let's see. What the fuck was so special about The Wizard of Oz? Something was special about it. Now I'm like starting to slowly hate it whenever I've always <laughs> loved it. I don't know. Was um, it Technicolor? Oh, no, that you're thinking about that dream coat. Oh. Well, that was a uh, fucking Ted Turner that went through and started uh, remastering movies in Technicolor also. Yeah. That'd be funny if he was Googling right now, like, what made Wizard of Oz so goddamn special? <laughs> I, do, I actually am. What was special about Wizard of Oz? I said, it says, use of Technicolor, fantasy storytelling, musical score, and memorable characters. So I guess Technicolor. So it had, I guess, better overall colors, I suppose. Like more saturated yes. colors. Uh, I guess it was super vibrant. And that's yeah, yeah. It popped off screen. And well, it, yeah. They also said it had a musical score. Like a really good one, yeah. So Maybe not the first like musical score, but... special is just that this is a good movie. Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah, yeah we, we ventured way off of uh, the point I was making about the movies, uh, Chris, was that a lot of these black and white movies we watch, they end abruptly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They do. I think uh, really I think do. them ended with a brief speech about the horrors of the nuclear age, where yeah. the guy was like, "Yeah, there was giant ants, but what else could we find?" Roll credits. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's go and prepare for these next thousand creature features. Oh, um, oh man! You, uh, I was thinking about this when we watched this fucking movie too. The scene after uh, Henry comes back. You know, and he's resting up and trying to get better. They show him sitting outside on the patio, and Elizabeth is with him. And he's got her sitting on the fucking ground, like oh, yeah. his cigarettes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like she, she's like his sermon, I guess, something like that. Just, you know, at that time, I guess you know, she's the were, new Fritz. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, the replacement Fritz. That's right. That's right. She's like, Henry, can I sit down beside? No, no, no. You guys sit on the ground. We gotta get that hump in your back. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god dude dude um i tell you what though i mean i mean it was it was entertaining it was such a short movie like i, I actually like the pace of it though they did, did a pretty good job with that it had a good beginning middle and end you know well chris so. i don't uh i didn't tell you this beforehand but you've listened to mm -hmm. the podcast so hopefully you're prepared mm -hmm. you gotta you gotta give this movie a rating out of five stars. Okay. Okay. I have listened to some episodes of your podcast for sure. Um, let's see. So out of five stars. Um, hmm. Okay. I would probably, I, I, I really like the pacing of it and I liked how they did Frankenstein overall in this movie. I'm going to probably get a four, probably four. Mm, I wouldn't say anything higher than that though. I do wish it was a bit longer. Um, even though I did like the pacing of it just so I can explain 
certain aspects of the story overall a bit better. Um, but yeah, I give it four probably. I think they did a really good job. Mm-hmm. All right, Daniel. You're always our toughest critic. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, that's because my rating system is different. I didn't know uh, I'm a fucking professional raider. Um, yeah, you are. But, I mean, I guess now I am, right? Yeah. I'm the Simon of the group. I give it a <laughs> half a star. <laughs> now, uh, it is funny, though, because coming into this, Frankenstein was my biggest hope. Like, I was like, okay, look, Frankenstein's going to be the big one. Frankenstein's going to steal the show. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know? And, uh, and it, it may steal. But I will say that it didn't blow me away like I expected it to because mm-hmm. it was so fast and it, it, yeah. it went real quick and it was just like, okay, here's the story and it kind of just yeah. there. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I kind of think about it and I look back at other films and I'm like, yeah, man, this was good. This is a good story. It is. I'm not taking anything from it, but to be like one of the greatest all times, you know, horror movies. That had a the my expectations were super high on it, you know. Yeah. But, um, and I still did enjoy it, you know. But I gave it a two and a half. Wow! Wow! <laughs> wow! Wow! He's he, he is a mean, he's a tough critic. Tough critic. Well, back to it much, you know. Well, like, I, it didn't have much. I will yeah. watch several more times in my life. That movie I, was fucking great. I thought we were gonna land similarly on our ratings. Yeah, but. No, we uh, did not. But Billy, let me guess your rating before you said it. I'm going to say you, you're going to guess a three and a half probably, aren't you? That's exactly it. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. yeah I was going to say mm-hmm. a three and a half for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think kind of like what y'all were saying, it's, it's, a, it's a brisk movie. It moves along yeah. at a brisk pace. And I think that there's times where that pace needs to be slowed down some. To let mm-hmm. the moments have more weight. Yeah. And I would say and we just sorry, breeze past it. The closest yeah. that we get to having like a moment is uh is when the the guy's carrying his daughter into the town after she's been drowned. Yeah. Like that's the only time you really see the weight of a death. Like yeah. you don't you don't see it with Fritz. Like Fritz gets hung and they're just kind of like, yeah, fuck it. Let's uh you know, let's see if we can knock the beast out, the creature out with this syringe. Yeah. Uh, when the doctor gets killed, you know, it's just kind of like, yeah, whatever. And yeah. then even after it's all said and done, they're right back to fucking partying. And the uh, the father's, you know, drinking the booze. Um. Oh, hold on. I just got to. Why did my title not change? Oh no! I mean, hey, technically that that title is still accurate. Technically, um, no, you're good, man. So apparently, my t- the title of the stream didn't update, so it still says "Let's talk about the AV Club Top 40 Villains," <laughs> which I guess we did talk about briefly with you guys. Um, mm-hmm. So it's not 100 percent inaccurate, but yeah, we're, we're talking about Frankenstein. About, right. Yeah, we're talking about Frankenstein. That's right. Is he is he in the top forty? He is. I remember you saying that he was somewhere in there, and you. Maybe I think he's in mid, where it was. mid range. So yeah, that covers it. No, not, yeah. not Gene Wilder, the original Frankenstein, with Boris Karloff. Nineteen thirty-one. 
Yeah, that one. Um, you remember on, I think it was Invisible Man, whenever they kept like going back and forth, or the hell, that might have been Tarantula. It was one of them where they kept going back and forth between two sets. You know, it was like, okay, they were at this house or in this room for one, and then they'd be someplace else. And then they come right back to this thing. I swear to God, I think that it was Tarantula, maybe. Are you, you remember what I'm talking about, Paul? It seemed like they did that a lot in this movie, too, is what I was going to get at. Was where, you know, it's like we're at the Frankenstein's mansion or whatever, and then we're here, you know, in mm-hmm. his lab, back at the Frankenstein mansion. Yeah. Now we're going to get the monster from there to there, but shit happens there. Back yeah. to the windmill. You know, it, it was real flip-floppy like that, where they only had like three sets. There was another yeah. one we did that was just like that, and there was another one of the older ones. It, it might have been Invisible Man, because Invisible Man had the um, the tavern. Yeah. Then his house. A lab. Then, yeah, they all had, have a lab. They had the car scene. Dude, the Invisible Man. I I was talking to somebody about that the other day, like how we when we covered that episode. Because you remember the Invisible Man had all these grand plans for world domination. Yeah. But he couldn't go outside if it was raining, if it was foggy, if it was smoggy, or if there was snow on the ground because like he'd leave footprints. Yeah. Or oh you know, the the fog would like mist around his body or whatever. So like this, but this dude had these grand dreams of domination. I think that the fog would be the creepiest to see an invisible man. Oh yeah, yeah. That would be too ghostly. Water, you could be like, why is this water acting funny? It must be the magnetic pull of the the planet. Let me uh, dog walking around looking like a person. That'd be freaky. mm -hmm. I'll tell you what though, Billy, in the the remake, he has no limitations of that whatsoever. I'll tell you that much right now. It's fucking great. It's so good. You're gonna love that movie. That was really good, though. Yeah, I'll have mm-hmm. to watch it. You got to. You got to. Wait a minute. So he doesn't leave footprints on the ground? Not in the way. I mean, he can, but not in the way you would think. That and this, if they do it in a different way in this movie, the person. I don't want to spoil too much movie, but the person himself doesn't have abilities. That's all I'll say. I'm not going to say any more than that. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So four stars for Chris, three yeah. and a half stars for me, two and a half stars for Daniel over there. Uh-huh. We thought we were going to, we thought at one point we were going to have our first five star movie where everybody gave it five stars <laughs> when we did Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. This motherfucker over here gave it like four stars. I, I really like Big Trouble in Little China. That's a great movie, too. I love that movie. I've seen it before. Daniel hates it. You hate that hate movie? It. No, I gave it fucking four stars. Oh, That's, oh You know okay. how much I'd have to love something to give it four stars? Yeah, apparently a lot. You gotta be like the God-tier movie for you, apparently. I, know, I, I can't, right? have, have you given out five stars yet? Uh, no. I don't think so. I, I think thought... Four and a half is the highest I've given. Yeah, I thought, like... Me and Josh I think would have that been. That was Halloween and I think uh, so. Friday Thirteenth Part Two. Yeah, I uh, I thought when we started this podcast, especially once we started the star ratings, that me and Josh would be a little stingier, especially Josh, because Josh can be negative sometimes. Like if it's something Josh doesn't care for, like Black Phone, 
He man, we yeah, talked he about that again. Uh, he, he hates he hated us at the moment. I think that he hated us at the moment, and we loved it so fucking much. It went on about it. He was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna have to shit all over this fucking." Movie. We enjoyed it, so he had to hate it. Yeah, maybe. But, you want the newer black phone that just came out? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. The only black phone that's out. Oh, I didn't know there was an older remake you guys knew about that. I didn't, but uh, I haven't seen that. Like these old yet. bastards are talking about. Like, have you seen the 1942 <laughs> black phone? <laughs> about 1865. Ethan Hawke yeah. looked great in it. Right? That's right. That's right. Yeah, he just uh, he just unreasonably hates that movie. Yeah. Hmm. And then he found out they were making a sequel. <laughs> oh, he probably lost his mind. Which I agree with him. There's no need for a sequel. Yeah, I don't, but see, it, I don't see why you wouldn't make a fucking sequel of that either. Like, it's done. It's worth it just to hear Josh complain about it, though. Yeah, I mean, we're <laughs> going to show up to Sweden and take him to the premiere. Yeah, I mean, you might as well just, you know, give me like three Black Phone sequels now just so Josh can hate on all of them. Yeah, I'm looking for a <laughs> franchise like Saw Is it Final Destination. It was, well, I know I didn't offer much for that episode, but... It was just so entertaining listening to him rant and rave about it. I know, right? I couldn't even His defend the movie. Off. Dude, I, I I might change my rating on this movie just a little bit, down to three and a half. I, I just keep thinking about that curtain in the background with the wrinkles. I, I, it just kills the vibe for me, man. It's, oh, yeah. That's going to be three and a half. It's like Billy's. It's going to have to be. Rewrite it down, Billy. Yeah. I it's going to have to be. I don't write down y'all's ratings. I only write down mine. And then I, I forget to put them on the box. my ratings into your desk. No, <laughs> I scratched them into my heart. Oh, okay. Oh, that That's heart. Right. That's right. right. Yeah, I'm going three and a half. That has to be. I'm saving, your first, I'm saving your first five-star rating for like right above my nipple. <laughs> oh, there you go. He's going to get a tattoo of it. Just right above the heart. Wait, what was All the right. production budget of this movie again? How much was the budget? Two hundred and sixty-two thousand dollars. Ah, uh, nah, they could have got an iron, iron of the curtain. They could, they could have. Nah, five dollar iron. Nah, they could have done it. Or a steamer. Yeah, something, man. I'm telling you, dude, it killed it. They killed that scene for me. So, do you have enough room for black phone two, or are you just gonna put BP two? <laughs> BP two five stars. Hey, so we got a question in the chat. Daniel is actually directed at you. Oh wait, that, shit, really? Yeah, they want to know what a five star movie is for you. A five star movie is yeah, and it doesn't have to be hard. Just what? What's a five star? What's a movie you give five? Um, I mean, I guess it will be a little bit of a spoiler because I know for a fact that I'll be uh, given the thing. John Carpenter's the thing. Five stars. Oh, that's good. If we do the shit. You know, it'll be my first five star movie on this podcast. I would love, I would love to talk about that movie. I agree. That's so great. That, that's a good one. I think that's going to be a holy grail one, though. I think that like, there's no question that that yeah. one's got to be done. Yeah. You guys ever see the remake? But now it's just a, it's not a remake. It's a prequel. Oh, sorry. The, the, the original is actually a remake of the uh, an older movie, the thing from that's the right. world. That's right. Um. Now I feel like we just need to push the thing. As far back as possible, just to see how close <laughs> another movie can get to five stars from you. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, we're gonna be <laughs> doing Halloween Resurrection before too long, so that's another four and a half. <laughs> Look, man, I was at work uh, a couple weeks ago, and obviously it's October, and AMC is just playing nothing but horror movies. You know, they're doing like Halloween blocks, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street blocks, things like that. 
and uh, I came down off watch, and I was coming down real quick just to get a little quick something to eat or something like that before I went to bed. And when I come down, it's resurrection, and it's the Buster Rhymes fighting scene. And it's funny because, like, since we've been doing this, I've been avoiding watching movies that are going to be coming up. Because some of them I don't really want to watch again, or I'm not excited about re-watching for the podcast to freshen up. But And I know that some of them are probably going to be the very last time I watch it. Or the second to last time I ever watch the movie ever. You know, but anyway, when I, I I did have to stop though, and I was like, "Look at this fucking stupid shit." <laughs> you know, oh, when we so get bad. when we get to Resurrection, that'll be the first time I've seen that movie ever. Yeah. Oh wow! Oh, my I, God. I, I so just have you seen I, clips. I've seen clips, but I watch. I didn't watch it out of principle. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, it's it's bad, man. It's it's bad, and it's funny because like Curse of Michael Myers, H two O. These movies came out prom time for me. I was like 13 years old, mm-hmm. you know, 11 years old, 13 years old, 15 years old, something like that. And I was just coming into just, you know, really watching all these horror movies and, you know, rediscovering my love for horror movies, you know. But because, uh, you know, Richard and Michael, they watched all kinds of shit and a lot of it was horror movies. And I'm really young watching them, too. But once they were gone or whatever, doing their own thing, we really wasn't watching movies like that. We were like getting into other shit, you know, like hanging out with friends' houses and stuff like that. Like whatever, knocking back a couple brews and things like that. Um, I eventually got back around to wanting to see movies that I haven't seen. Uh, in that time, those movies came out. So those yeah. hold a special place nostalgia wise. But I can still sit there and tell you, yeah, Curse of Michael Myers is pretty goddamn silly. You know, the mask mm-hmm. is fucked, you know, whatever. But it's still one of those guilty pleasure movies for me. Which, when you watch Curse of Michael Myers, which version do you watch? I don't know. If, uh, there's the theatrical <laughs> version, then there's an unrated producer's cut. Oh, I probably watched the theatrical version. Yeah. It was like you peasant man. You haven't watched no. the upgraded producers cut because they're no, they're to the cap to the it's, uh, no, it's commentary. I think it changes like the ending and something else. Dang. Wow, changes the entire ending. Yeah. So wait, I gotta what, what's a what's a what's one of your five star movies, Billy? Since we're talking about that, <sighs> Big I, that's what's China. a Big Trouble in Little China. Who was a five star oh, okay. movie? Takes okay. Chainsaw Massacre. Who was a five star movie? The Rage. That's uh, sure. Um, Pet Cemetery Two. You know, give me a furlong every day. You didn't like Pet C- uh, Cemetery Bloodlines? No, that movie was bad. <laughs> wasn't it? Wasn't it? Uh, Carry to the Rage, or yeah. was it the Rage Carry to? Oh, something like that. I, I don't yeah. know, like which way the titles went. Yeah, yeah. I've had some five star movies on this podcast. Um, so yeah. is Josh. Yeah. <laughs> the only person that has them is Daniel. And you know, yeah. oh God, earlier when uh, Chris said something to you and you had uh, acted shocked, it for whatever reason, it reminded me of Racer Blade Suitcase. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that was whenever he said that he was born in 1998. Yeah. Yeah. It. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which coincidentally is whenever Razor Blade Suitcase came out. <laughs> is it really? Hey, it's no. meant to be. No, it's meant so. to be. Oh, I mean, okay. hell, it may be. I think that, that was like 97 or some shit. Though. 
But it well, may have very well have been 1998. You never know. So uh, Chris, Chris is about to find out. <laughs> I, got, I got I got my uh, I got my quiet keyboard. Let's see. Um, it came out in 1996. 1996. Wait, so is this a band? The band is Bush. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's, oh, it was yeah. It says yeah, 1996. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, one of our earlier episodes we did a. Uh, when we were still doing topics, which I don't mind, but we did, um, the topic was sophomore, favorite sophomore album. And Daniel said razor blade suitcase. And then when Daniel said it, Josh just started laughing at him like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, he thought that I was joking. And and that's why I was like, tell him like, I'm not talking about like the best that what we think the best in the fucking world is. (laughs) <laughs> one that affects us when we listen to it and we enjoy it. And I happen to really like that, that album. Josh couldn't wrap his head around it. <laughs> oh my oh, gosh. It was, uh, it was the early days of the podcast. Yeah. When I still edited. <laughs> I, um, I would go through and I, I used to go through every episode and I would look for the things where we would go, um, or, you know, or we had, I would just delete them. Yeah, or we had gaps. And then I was like, man, I'm spending a lot of time. Yeah, because like, like me and Daniel will record, and if it's an hour and ten minutes, it's an hour and ten minutes. Yeah. But there's there's no such thing as an hour and ten minute podcast with Josh. Josh <laughs> likes the longer podcasts, and so we always break off on tangents and talk about other things, which is fine because I enjoy doing it. Yeah, but I don't enjoy editing it because oh, then, yeah. like, if I were if we record for three hours, it essentially takes me six hours to clean it up. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it takes a while. So instead of uh, doing all that editing and cleaning up, I just quit doing it. But we've gotten yeah, better man, about just, they get what they get, man. Yeah, and we've gotten better about some of our bad habits. And that's why I told you before, and I told Chris before we went live with this to you know if he needed to. Uh, pause or anything like that to use the hand sign that way I can oh, just we can pause <laughs> I've took two shits in my pants since we started because I think <laughs> we weren't supposed to pause anymore <laughs> well yeah. I'll, I'll tell you though um, I'll tell you real quick just my, my five star movie that I think my five star either has to be uh, Inception um, with Leonardo DiCaprio or or Hacksaw Ridge with uh, Andrew Garfield I've never seen Hacksaw Ridge. It's great. I'd be curious about watching it, but I've never seen it. We it's, need, it's fantastic. Now we need Josh on here. Why? Because uh, we also we also had a topic one time about you know overrated stuff. Mm-hmm. And Josh's was the movie Inception. No, stop. Get him out of here, man. No, that movie's great. Overrated? Remember when he went stop. on a long tangent about that? He he was talking about Inception and, and uh just how you know people that say they like Inception or just people that are trying to uh, appear smarter than what they really are. What are you talking about? No, nah, all right. Well, I gotta talk to him later about that. That movie's great. That movie's so good. It does have him have a ambiguous Damn. ending though. I wish he was here now. Just so they yeah. could go, just so they could go at it about the movie. That'd be great. Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk to Inception him later. Inception was it. interesting. Inception was interesting. It was a different. It was movie. good. I like, I like different movies. I enjoyed I like Inception. Shit, I like shit that's different. Just like uh, yeah, 
I love Memento. A lot of people, you know, be like, oh, it just seemed like a movie that's trying too hard to be different. But I like ah, Memento. Memento is good. Yeah. I've never seen Memento. I need to watch that movie too. It's very good. Yep. There's I mean, a guy that I'm working with right now whose name is John G. Ain't that funny? Uh, <laughs> That's whenever I showed the tattoo I have where it was like, John G. killed your wife. <laughs> Be killed John G. That I mean, found his license plate on his truck and I've tattooed that. Fact oh number gosh. seven. I mean, I, it's really hard to say that a Christopher Nolan movie is not is an overrated movie. That movie's not overrated. I'm sorry. It's not. It's no way. You can give it a Dark Knight five stars, wouldn't you, Daniel? Uh, that might be one that I'd give five stars to. Like, cause uh, you know, I know some people are like, you know, like superhero movies can't be this, can't be that or whatever, you know, but like, if it's a movie that I can fucking watch a million times and I love it every time and I'm not ever bored from it, or if, yeah. like, if I'm walking through the fucking room in the dark night zone, it's going to stop me in my tracks for 20 fucking minutes. That's a yeah. fucking five star movie. You know what I mean? He's on his way to take a shit and he shits himself for the third time. <laughs> exactly, right? Just has to stop. He's set in stone. Yeah. I mean, the really the thing that makes that movie is Heath Ledger's performance. I mean, fan, I mean it's fantastic. The Joker performance was legendary for sure. It, yeah. There will never be a better one. I mean, yeah. Never. I am curious to see. I don't... I'm curious to see how it would the Joker would be in the Batman universe. You know, like from the Batman movie. Oh, the one that just came out. Mm-hmm. That, Matthew, yeah. this, that was Matthew yeah. Vaughn, right? Uh, yeah, believe. Yeah, that did that move. Yeah, I'm about to find out. Yeah, I think that was. But yeah, yeah, it would have to be some a very special performance for it to outshine Heath Ledger Joker. And I mean, that shit was just chilling. And it was fucking amazing. Yeah. You know? So, uh, the new Batman was directed by Matt Reeves. The, the Matt Reeves, about. not Vaughn. Yeah. Shit. Who the yeah. fuck is Matthew Vaughn? That sounds so familiar. It does. Let's, uh, let's find out. Let's see, Matthew Vaughn. Let's see what this guy did. He's a filmmaker. He did uh, Kingsman, oh, I guess. Oh, that's that's that right. Guy. That guy. Yeah. I like mm-hmm. Kingsman. I fucking hate that guy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he did. Uh, did Snatch in 2000. Um, yeah, I love that movie. That was a good movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever seen Snatch before, Billy? Yeah, I just said it was a good movie. Oh, I just said. Oh, is it a good movie? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, he also did. X, he did X Men. He did X Men First Class. I I love that movie. And he also did. Um, did do X Men. Yep, and he produced uh, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels from which was a good movie. Yeah, never seen as the year I was born. No, that was a good movie. Yeah. If you like Snatch, you'll like Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Yep. I can't believe they have Brad Pitt Irish in, in Snatch, dude. That was so yeah, funny. He's a fucking badass, Mickey. He was. He's great. I think that Snatch is probably my favorite uh, Jason Statham movie, too. Like, because oh. that's the Jason Statham I know, and then he's yeah. that exact same fucking character in every goddamn movie he's in after that. Yeah. I never really was a Jason Statham fan because of that fact. Like, he was... And I know there's a lot of actors that do that. And I guess it's just, you know, opinion. You know, personal opinion. If you let them get away with it or not. If you just, for some reason, like them. Like, if you like Kevin Hart. 
Kevin Hart's Kevin Hart in every fucking thing. But if you if he still makes you laugh in all these different roles, then cool. But then you might have somebody else like The Rock, who's the yeah. rock in everything, and the shit's old by now. It's kind of like a you know personal opinion thing. But for me, Jason Statham was that. Uh, same yeah. thing what, with what, Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel's fucking Vin oh, Diesel in everything. He is. You know? he is. Would you say Snatch is a five star for you or no? Me? Yeah. Snatch was good. I really did like Snatch, but uh, I don't know if it would be five star because I have, yeah. you know, had the opportunity to watch it and hadn't been like, oh my God, but yeah. it would be up there. It would probably yeah. be, I don't know, it would probably be like four star, four and a half because I do Ooh, like the movie okay. a lot. Pretty close, but, yeah. Uh, Vanilla Sky. I watched Vanilla Sky while I was oh. on, while I was on the boat. That's a really good movie. And that movie, movie watched in a long fucking time. Now that movie would be touching on the touching on the five star rating. That movie is so weird. I watched it uh, and I'm like, what is going on? I'm like, what is this? Is a weird Tom Cruise movie. I'm like, I don't understand yeah. half the stuff that's going on in it. Yeah, isn't Cameron Diaz in that movie too? Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, I. I own it, but only because I think I got it on sale, but like it was so weird. Because it shows Penelope Cruz's titty for five seconds? I mean, like, I'm not going to say it's a bad thing. I'm not going to say it's a bad thing. Yeah, I'm not going to say it's a bad thing. No, I'll be the first one to tell you, you know, stuff like that. It's not bad. That's why I like all of the Friday 13th movies, you know? <laughs> oh, man, they're all great. Except for one of them, huh? Like, well, which one? Part one? six, there's no nudity. Yeah, part six. Oh, um, no I I don't think I've gotten to part six yet. I own the box set. I bought the Shelf Factory box set. I don't think I've gotten to part six yet. Mm, no. might, might be my lowest rated one out of the franchise. Mm. You're going to have to fix that chair noise if you want to be on here again with us. Hey, man, I I try my best. I'm trying my best. I'm trying to stay still. I'm trying to stay still. But the, the chair itself, I got a new pedestal for my chair, and it's very squeaky. My other one broke because I'm fat. Yeah, but blames me for being the one that's all picky. But he always has me in there sweating my ass off because I can't have my fan on because it makes too much noise. Well, don't worry. Yeah, I don't have... We're coming into huh? the cold season, so you can just open up a fucking window. <laughs> yeah, but you should hear this fucking heater I got in here, bud. Oh, you, you hear mm, this fucking thing. You put some fucking hoodies on or something. It's like a whole furnace thing. Got the whole screeching noise, you know, intense music in the background. <laughs> Do like I do, just hardly use electricity. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Between the, the hours of like straight up video game fucking arcades, he's got behind him. I know, so I'm like, saying I barely ever use electricity. Yeah, man, get the LED lights behind him and stuff like that. Yeah. What do you mean? He's yeah, got the mic right in front of him with the LEDs on. What do you mean? Excuse me while I go unplug my air hockey table. <laughs> this shit oh, doesn't I... turn on until eight o'clock, though. Hmm. Yeah, my light bill is going to be under $100. Dang. Flexing. It's flexing. Yep. You get you a job where you work 10 to 7. Mm-hmm. Nope. Oh. perfectly. Yeah. Don't need air while I'm sleeping. At least not right now. Mm-hmm. Well, I do. Like in the hot months, I'll turn the air down real low. But I also get up at 5 a.m. and turn it off. What? You get up at 5 a.m. every t- every morning to turn it off? Sometimes. It's 2023 and they have like the Nest shit where you can like program it. 
yeah. an app for it to be like, hey, I'm thermostat. In a, I'm in an apartment. I don't want to get up at 5 o'clock anymore. Huh? I can't just go change out the thermostats in an apartment. The fuck? Why not? Because they got their own shitty little thermostat. Nah, you can do it. You're tripping. Yeah. You know? What are they going to say to you? They're going to say nothing. They're not even going to fucking know. No, they won't. What you do is you just take a hammer to the old one. <laughs> <laughs> when it's yeah. off the wall completely, <laughs> then then you just glue the other one up there, and then uh, you know Wi-Fi does the rest. Now you got me thinking about changing out my fucking thermostat. Shut up! It's I, can't, like, I can't change out the thermostat. Nest thermostats are only four ninety nine ninety nine right now while supplies lasts. Uh, yeah, available at Best Buy. That's right. Oh yeah, I mean, available at Best Buy. Great. It's perfect. All right. Uh, you got any final words on Frankenstein? Like I said, for me, man, I mean, I was I was expecting it to be, I was expecting it to, you know, knock me off my feet. But that's my yeah. fault, right? And so that did affect things a little bit for me, you know, like, whatever. I had high hopes, and I enjoyed myself, but it didn't do what I thought it was going to do, you know? Yeah. I so it's, I'm very excited for Wolfman to see yeah. see where I'm going to be with that one, you know? Wolfman has a chance to take it the does. number, it, to it take does, the number one I spot. Like I like werewolf movies. Uh, some kid, uh, I say kid, I mean like, you know, young adult or, you know, young person, fucking uh, had a badass Halloween costume this year. And what it was was the uh, American werewolf in London guy mm-hmm. with the red jacket. Um, and it was like this contraption that he had where he pulled the fucking, the person face off. It was mm-hmm. a rubber mask and it like hung in the back of him. And Ooh. under that he was whole, he had a mask on his head and it was a uh, mid transformation face mask from a person really a werewolf. and then he had this thing he, he like pulled down the sleeves of the red coat and and then pulled like a flap down and it was all you know werewolf fur and oh that's cool the backpack that he had on he pulls out the actual werewolf head and it's this badass fucking like kick-ass looking werewolf head that sits now the only part of it that looked a little weird afterwards is this fucking you know, mask just hanging in the back a little bit. Yeah. But the shit was like a really cool transformation Halloween costume. It was uh pretty rad. That's cool. I liked it a lot. It's nice. Something. Chris, any final words? On uh, Frankenstein? <laughs> or just in general. Oh well on I Frankenstein that I had a weird story with my final words. Oh I did that doesn't matter too much. Um I, I would say uh, on Frankenstein, um yeah, I mean, I thought it was a pretty good movie. I said I don't mind too much about the the slow pace of the movie overall, yeah. or not slow pace, but the, the fast pace of it because it's only an hour and ten minutes. But uh, again, I still got to go back to the the curtain again, man. We had the wrinkles; it still kills the immersion for me. But I uh, no, I, mean, I think the performance of the actor who played Frankenstein was was quite good about him portraying a really scared man, uh, kind of reborn into this world that he doesn't know anymore because he was dead, obviously. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I think it was a pretty good movie. I, I, I think, uh, I eventually want to watch Bride of Frankenstein. I want to see if that's any good. I heard it's pretty good. So, so I, I've heard that Bride of Frankenstein was like the best. 
Yeah, I that's what I've heard, that heard too. too. That Brian yeah. Frank stuff's pretty good. Yeah. And it's actually, I think it's shorter. I think it's an hour and... No, maybe it's hour and 15. Like it's, 15 it's only... Minutes. No, no, no. I think it's like an hour and 15. Maybe it's, it's like five minutes longer. The opening credits and the end credits. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. It's like, welcome to the movie. Bye. Yeah. Now, I thought it was pretty good. Um, but yeah, this has been your, your boy, Chris, on this first, first podcast. Hey. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we appreciate you joining us. Mm-hmm. It's a fun time. Yeah. We'll, uh, I guess we'll let you back. You can come <laughs> back. Well, I got to talk to Daniel after this is over. He's really going to be the one that makes this decision. Oh, God, he's a hard critic, man. I might not be able to come back, guys. Yeah. If you guys don't hear from me again, I love all you guys who listen to me. I appreciate you guys. Yeah. But yeah, we'll uh, we'll come back with the Wolfman, and we'll see how Check that one goes. Out. Yep. Yeah, see, I'm very, like I said, I'm curious to see, because like last time we had an idea of what it was going to be on our, our last uh, triple threat, and um, we were right. This time, our prediction, I don't think is, for me at least, isn't going to be uh, what I thought it was going to be. So I'm excited to see The Wolfman and then uh, go over that and rank our three movies, you know? Yep. Chris, you'll have to go back, to, back and watch Dracula so you can rate it. Yeah. Yeah, I'll watch Dracula and Wolfman before we uh, do the next podcast. Um, if I'm invited back, you know. And then we'll go from there. Yeah. I'm, I'm down for it. All right. Well, that's it, guys. Um, Sounds thank good. You. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And uh, those of you that watched us on Twitch, we appreciate it so much. And we will see y'all next time. Yep, y'all be good. Till next time. Peace out. Time.